This is due to thinking or the agenda or motive and not the knowing trust and emotion. You see, man longs for the need to validate and facilitate. Status, control, dominance, ignorance is, of course, arrogance. Well, a god or a goddess creates to learn and apply in gnosis and genius to humi- humility, wisdom, guidance, self-awareness. Surrendering through thought and not feeling is the ground for us to manipulate or facilitate possessiveness or possession. You gotta surrender to the flow of what you are to become. If it's in your life and you don't wanna become it, then it's a part of the obsolete being that no longer exists. We gotta put in that inner work. This week's reading is gonna give us a little bit of insight on that before we get into this week's session. Welcome to the God Hour. I love you. We love us. Ashe. Cool. 
it's time, it's time to cut those cords and shift those gears. This is pulled up in the King of Wands. I meant the Knight of Wands. The Knight of Wands shows us how to shift and embrace that energy. Inspired by the actions of the soul and passion, it's time to pursue those ideas that you've been harboring, waiting for others to catch up. Stop waiting for others. Just why I tell people, like, stop waiting for others. Stop putting others, stop putting your potential reflection on others. others. It's time to move forward. Here's the reality. The longer that you stay in that position, the more they will need you. The more they'll need you. Repeat this. And the less you will seem to expand. Commit to the betterment of the becoming of you. When we see that Knight of Wands and you standing there in that fire, you standing in that space, it's time for you to move forward. It's time for you to be like, you know what? I can't sit here and wait for others to catch up to me. I can't wait for others to catch up to me. I can't wait for others to get it. I gotta keep moving forward. Leave, leave the breadcrumbs, they humble enough, they'll follow you. This goes into the aspects of the Ace of Pentacles. How you need to focus to take better care of yourself. Remember, today is the only day that matters. You're the only one that matters. Everything is a reflection for what you now are going to see through experience or you're able to observe. So it's time to start, start taking care of yourself. The manifestations, the new financial opportunities, that prosperity, everything that you want is on the horizon. It's time for you to actually put the energy into that. If you've been putting work in, if you've been putting in the work internally, this point, the new beginnings is going to be, woo, they're going to be crazy. You're going to love it. The point will be in those new beginnings. It's time to surrender. It's time to concentrate on mapping out and taking those steps to realize your inner potential. If you haven't already, it's time to, it's time for that state of solace. It's time, and this is a perfect time for that solace, you know, the winter solstice. Which is in a divine alignment with this phenomenal time. It's, it's a phenomenal time to be alive. You've been had the powers, now it's time to actually do the inner work so you can unlock that power. Usually, you are worried about the other aces and other aces in other people's places. That means you worried about if other people got their stuff together, got their stuff going on, and then what it does to you is allowing them to play out their potential, play out your energy through their play out your energy through the projected potential that you just put on them. Think about the position where you at. You sitting there, you're trying to get your uh, business together, and you trying to get, you passing out your man, uh, what is it? You passing out your man demo. Or you, you trying to get your shit together and you keep passing out your girl demo. Or you trying to get yourself together and you constantly in this constant state tugging back and forth. Somebody else wants to go to school. Somebody else wants to start a business. Somebody else want to do, hop on a podcast or hop on a business idea with you, but they never seem to be ready. The best investment for yourself is to invest in yourself. Become that example. This is going to lead us to, you are that star player. Your true purpose is time to cultivate that, cultivate further in your potential. If they were going to do it, they would have done it already. That's how you got to look at it. Be honest with yourself. Just like if you look back at it with them, if you were going to do it, they, if you were going to do it, 
They will look at you the same exact way. It's time to be fucking honest. This goes into that King of Pentacles. The King of Pentacles is gonna show us what we need to let go of that no longer serves us. It's time to look at those relationships that are around you. This is a very important one for the ones that are thinking about uh, that relationship. I'm not just talking about the love interest. I'm talking about the job. I'm talking about I'm talking about the friendships. I'm talking about the family gatherings. I'm talking about anything that got has you in this constant set with yourself of I gotta do it because no one else is gonna do it. Of course, no one else is gonna do it because you're doing it. Look at these relationships as a, as an effect to your wealth, your energy. Are they coming up? Are they coming up short? And why? That be the question. Actually, remember, ask why and why not. What is what is in your life right now? Are these things helping you expand or leaving you constricted in your comfort zone? Are they helping you expand and grow into that space of the unknown? So you, the unknown, so you can get into the potential, get into your purpose, or are these things keeping you in this space, further strict, shrinking you into your comfort zone to make the comfort zone seem bigger than it is? Remember, bitch. Uh, remember, a shark. You put a shark in a goldfish bowl. It's not gonna grow any larger than the bowl. It's time for you to bust out that bowl. Time to stop providing for others that are not providing equal or greater reciprocity towards your growth and your becoming. The truth is, as long as you are there, they'll never need to apply the lessons. That's the truth. This will help you translate your vision into your true progress. Here becomes the reality of it. Are the individuals around you, are they giving you anything based upon helping you grow? That means even if you're sitting there, like, if even if, like, let's say you're studying, if you go over to your homie house, your homeboy house, your homegirl house, your mother house, your friend house or whatever, are they providing things? Are they helping? Are they even providing an environment to where you actually can do what you need to do to, to achieve what you're trying to get to? This is one of those biggest realities for it because a lot of us get scared. Like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to leave them because, nah, stop jeopardizing your wealth, your energy for the sake of others to say what? Damn, you was there for me? It, we're done with that. They, you're always, as long as you're there for them, they're never gonna learn that lesson. It's time to embrace into your true progress. And what's gonna lead us into that aspect? This leads us to the last card in this becoming spread. I love this card, the Ace of Wands. I love seeing the Ace of Wands. The Ace of Wands represents the aspect of Inspiration creates separation or promotes elevation. Every time I see the Ace of Wands, when I pull the Ace of Wands card, I know it's time for some more separation. I know it's time for me to step into my elevation. It steps, it means that power of that creation. It means the new beginnings to expand your potential. These are the, these are the only, sorry. Spirit got me, Spirit got me on that. These are, these are the ways to embrace the more authentic self. It's time to follow your heart and your passion. Another signal in doing that inner work to remove the weight of what no longer serves you. 
It no longer serves the authentic self. To doing this inner work, removing that work, removing that weight, let the dedication and the motivation you have given to others now flow inward and allow the sprouting into the fertile lands of the subconscious. Allow it, to, allow it to take root in your subconscious. I've been doing a lot of work with that structure working on my subconscious just in this last day of my past. That's why I'm so live right now. The energy's up there. I'm looking at the ace. I'm looking at the ace pulling the energy from me. The ace represents potential. And it will be up to you to work on that potential to gain the results that will expand your personal and spiritual growth. The trust this process. Work in the potential. Unlock your gifts and your purpose. I want you to be the fucking best. In order to become the best, you gotta move forward with that knight of sword in it. That means cutting that shit, cutting, cutting those ties and moving forward. That knight of wands means planning your planning your planning your self into your energy and moving forward. The Ace of Pentacles means representing the aspects of the inspiration through that star player. The King of Pentacles represents really checking yourself and how you're using your energy in all these spaces and doing all the things that you're doing. That's going to lead to that Ace of Wands. Hold that shit high. This is your potential. This is your growth. This is what you need to be doing. This is your level. This is what you need to be. I want you to be the fucking best. I, I desire you to be the best. Allow the message to resonate with you. Allow it to move you. Allow it to invoke that next level. Allow it to invoke yourself into the ether. If you're interested in a reading, you need to stay tuned for the plug talk and get the information on that. Papa Lusa had to give you that reading. When I did this, when I pulled those cards, I felt that. That's how you know how powerful it is when you're in that sync. When we think about synchronicity, I want you to be the fucking best. I love you. I love us. Love us. After this break, let's get into this session. Welcome to the guy. Y'all alright out there? Welcome, 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 welcome to the God Hour Podcast. So it's Papa Lucifer. And today, this week, we don't get into the art of surrendering. Submitting to your becoming. Especially with everybody right now. Especially with everybody going through this December 21st aspect. And everything talking about getting superpowers. In reality, we've always we've already had the powers. We've already had our abilities. We've already had these aspects. But we have a human narrative when it comes to the expectations and underlining within the subconscious mind are the things that keep us from accessing our abilities or accessing our power. It is based on that expectation. Like I remember seeing the memes and things about like aliens wanted to use telepathy and they say people got too much uh humans got too much stuff to hide or they feel they can't get nothing out so you you take this thought process think about the trojan horse when i think about this i use the trojan horse theory whenever you're going into a situation you have even if it's embedded in your subconscious based on the work that you haven't done, 
based on the work that you haven't done, you have expectations. You have an agenda. You have this, you have a motive. Because these are the things that are going to stop you from coming into your becoming. When we talk about motives and agendas, we're always given this thing of, I don't have any motives or agenda. You have an emotive, you have a motive or an agenda. Your main thing that goes into your mind is remember every time you take an information in, whatever has the attention of your thoughts is what is going to get that energy. So you can sit here all single, you can sit here every single day and you can meditate. You can be eating healthy. You can be eating better to cleanse yourself, doing a detox, doing a fast. But the reason that you can never finish and complete your detox or your fast is because of the thoughts that are underlining with it. There's an agenda or a set thoughts that you have set that you are not allowing you to reset. One of the things that I give my clients to do within their first when their first aspects when I'm taking them through a detox or taking them through a fast is 72 hours. If you cannot go 72 hours without smoking, drinking, or whatever it may be, you can't go 72 hours. There's a deeper problem. There's a deeper under, there's a, something deeper in the underline and that's what we have to find. That's what, this is what's under the aspect of the chosen horse. I hope you've been to school. I hope you went to school and you studied. I don't know what they teach kids to school nowadays, but I remember when I was in school, they taught us about the chosen horse. It was a big ass wooden horse and inside it were soldiers and it got through the gates. And then when they unlocked it, go watch the movie, Troy, they unlocked it and boom, they attacked everything in there. This false sense of surrender, uh, smallpox blankets, all these history. You can go down all these history facts. But we're going into this space of understanding what in your life are you promoting your what what in your life are what in your life is chosen horses and in the aspects of when we think about for ourselves the chosen horse is the projection the projection of our potential into a space so when you think about a job main time when we think about a job you go to your you go fill in submit that uh application they have a list of things that they need you to do. They have a list. It's a handbook for you to follow. But you're going in there with your own expectations. So you can't fully succeed the information because you have your own expectations. You still have your own way of doing shit. You still got your identity and personality. You got your own way of doing shit. Your own way, of, your, your own way that you're going. I remember being in my job and there would be, we would have cooks that were in their 40s and 50s and I was like in my mid 20s and when I was like yo that's not how we prepare that item like yo this way is faster this way is better this way is this this way is that and then I be like alright cool they make an item make the food I take it out to the table they didn't like it I go back there and make it the exact way that we were supposed to following the uh, guidelines took it back out to the table and table loved it i was like you've been doing this for how many years man i've been in and out of kitchen for about 15 20 years did you ever think that there's a reason why you've been doing it for 15 20 years and you haven't excelled man i mean 
because they always try to play me. You know, you know how they do us people. You know how they, and I always got that same thing. You know how they always try to do us. They always try to hold us down, try to keep us back, trying to keep us to the space. And I'm sitting there looking at myself to like, what did you do to put on the monkey suit? And everybody would say, I'll put like when they would say, I'm putting on a monkey suit. Like you got on your suit and you got on the shirt and the tie, you got the card, you got keys. So they're always saying that you did something to get to that position. And for me, I never took offense to it because it was like, I submitted myself unconsciously back in these times. I submitted myself to the attributes of the ideal and became what it is that I wanted to be in that space. That was always what I did. In every job that I was ever in, I subjected my, I submitted myself to the attributes of the ideal space. Now I can actually say it and understand what it is and go deeper into it and expand. Before I was unconsciously doing it, so I didn't realize. Before I was unconsciously doing it, so I could never get the full benefits of that space. What I could learn, what I could be, what I could learn from this space, what I could, how I could, after I learned this space, how I could manipulate it to my own gains. But once I mastered this process, once I'm now in this space right now, in this space, years removed, I remember when I first came into my awareness, I remember being at my jobs and I was using alchemy. I was using my magic. I was using my shit as I was learning it. So I'd be in a space. I could say something, do something, make a move, make a gesture, and my shit would go down. That was the coolest part of learning within that space. Remember, everything down here is your training ground. If you say it's not going to work, then guess what? It's not going to work. That deeply rooted subconscious thought process is what's going to feed off of your whatever you're doing. This goes into this aspect of when you can't skip these steps. There's these levels to it. You can't come to level 70 prestige in this if you ain't done the internal work. This is when we talk about doing that internal work, doing that shadow work. Everything leads back to your shadow work. Everything. Every time you make a move, it's going to lead you back to the shadow work and the shit that you need to be doing. So if you have not been doing your work, then you sitting here waiting for this external human narrative of powers. It ain't going to happen. You've been had the power. You've been had the abilities, but you got to do that inner work to unlock what has the attention of those thoughts. You can't open up your clairvoyant abilities, your clair, your clairvoyance, your clairambience. You can't open up your you can't open up these senses if you haven't done the sequencing process of your DNA. You haven't understood the sequencing of your DNA. You can't keep applying that Trojan horse theory to your life. A lot of us like to apply this Trojan horse theory to our life. That means we'll go into a space. We'll go into a relationship. We're going to friendships under this motive of being the title becomes that Trojan horse. But on the inside internally, that's the shit that's going to wreak havoc based upon conflict in that space. And then we sitting there going back and forth with ourselves. We have this expectancy of this relationship because you only can go so far 
before you got to go deeper beyond the surface. This is when we start thinking about these aspects of use this, use this thought process in your mind. Somebody that has control of their urges, that means they have worked on their urges, that means they've read the way of the superior man, that means they read these books, that means they've taken in this deep, deep reflective work to themselves. Coming into that situation with somebody, if they have no need and want, what can you offer them? If they have no need and want, what can you offer them? Take, think about it. I have no needs nor no wants. I have took in that deep inner work and I've worked and I've unified myself entirely. My masculine and my feminine energies are in one. I'm androgynous. I am in the God form, the Titan form, the alchemist, the ultimate, the uh, cultist. I'm in these forms. I'm the shaman. So what can somebody offer me without first knowing the level to be able to stimulate that stimulate my mind this becomes the process in your mind if it's not if it's not something that i do not want to wish to become then it's not in my space this is when you guarding your energy a lot of us come into this space and we're not guarding our energy we're not protecting our energy you're not so how can you how can you expect to unlock unlock your abilities if you're not protecting your energy if you haven't went through aspects of a detox or a fast, if you're not doing the inner aspects of the work, you're not, so if you're not doing the inner work, then you're not disciplining yourself. So if you're not disciplining yourself, how can you embark upon the power? Uh, watch a show called The Witcher on Netflix, most recent aspect. Uh, watch Star Wars when they talk about understanding the force of the power. I'm sticking to Witcher because that's the last one that I watched. And she was like, and the teacher was like, if I send you into a space and you haven't learned how to balance your energy and you go kill somebody, then that falls back on me because you have a lack of discipline. So when we think about us even using these powers of tapping into the, our abilities of ourselves just to expand it takes a certain level of discipline. Centering yourself takes a certain level of discipline. It can't be this any, there's no more of this ego written or allowing your personality to keep you comfortable within a space. There's no more external blame. We've came too far to understand, oh, it's an illusion. But then we can't say on one end, it's an illusion, but then these people over here trying to stop you. The only reason they can stop you is because somewhere in deep rooted in your subconscious are the fundamentals of them to be able to stop you. The plans to stop you and the plans to make them so they can't stop you. Brother Panic says that shit all the time when he's talking about once you really look at them, you start seeing them as ants. You start seeing that. You start seeing how insignificant they are. I remember listening to, I remember listening to that uh, election. I remember going to work the next day and I'm sitting here looking at my bosses quote unquote I had a boss named uh, I'm gonna call him Opie and I had another boss I'm gonna call her Al Borland Tim the two man Taylor what are them and they were so 
after I started like really understanding my power of myself, it was then the disciplining aspect of learning how to submit myself to the attributes of the space, learning how to play my Trojan horse. You see, like there's no good or bad. It's how you apply it. Learning how to apply my own Trojan horse into the space. And I did a very good job with it. I could go into the space as the as the attributes of the ideal, get my work done, say the things that I need to say, speak in the ways that I needed to speak, and I got throughout my day. To anybody that was unaware, was not level, used to that level of light or in that being in the state of consciousness, they looked at me, they, they were like, damn, he get to walk offline all the time. Damn, he get to, damn, how he get to always be in the office with the manager? Damn, how he always get to get off early? Damn. They were not looking at this. I was subjecting to the attributes of the space. They needed me to come in early. I was in there early. You come in early too many times, they only allow you so many hours. So of course they're gonna let me go. That's the alchemy within the space. Instead of you sitting there complaining about shit, what is it triggering within you? This becomes that space when you start understanding that. What is it triggering within you? All of these things that are going on in your life, what is it triggering in you? Your girl don't wanna, uh, your girl don't want to do this. Your, your girl don't like cleaning up. What is that trigger within you? Why are you so upset that they don't want to clean up? Is it because you don't know how to clean up or you never learned? Or are you going to use that external aspect based on this external gender? Man, it ain't my job to clean up. Who cleaned up for you when you were little, my mama? Oh, so you have an issue. So you're being triggered by the mom complex. Black men are scared to get married. Okay. Did you take the deep, did you take the deep internal work into yourself? Can you go beyond the physical aspects or the physical attributes of the space into going into that space? Have you done the deep internal work in the healing process to be able to sit there in a position and be able to like, yeah, I am somebody. Look in the mirror the next time that you say it to yourself. For men and women, look in the mirror in everything that is about you, not the shit on the surface, but I'm talking about the deep internal traumas, all of the experiences, everything that's in the inside of your ass. Bust that pinata open and say that shit in the mirror. Would you be with you? It kind of humbles you. Everything that's happening based upon us in the space, we always look for, people will look for a traumatic experience to help them trigger something. The traumatic experience is supposed to trigger humility. It's supposed to force your ass to sit the fuck down. That's what it's supposed to be doing. So you get into these highly volatile situations and you're not used to something humbling your ass. You want to get louder. You want to argue. You want to make this, why? You want to go protest and march about what? All you're showing to them is you need them. When you have that argument with that, when you having the arguments and having a protest, you're just showing that you need them for something. When you show that argument of 
oh, you don't clean up or you don't do this or you do that. You're saying to yourself that you need them for something, which means you have not learned how to, you have not learned the deeper aspects to yourself. Within the reading, I said, within the reading, I broke down the aspects of when you're in a space with an individual, they're not going to do anything outside of that mindset because you're there to provide it. And this comes to the aspect based upon your trauma. If you haven't dealt with your trauma, if you haven't done the aspects or did the inner work in your trauma, if you haven't done the process of healing for yourself and you keep submitting this same application to that space and you're trying to remember, it's going to be based on your experience. What work have you really done? For most people with their resume, your resume only go to, well, I used to work and I'm good in bed or I'm good with this. I, I can do this. So that should be enough to get me to the next position. That's not what this is. Submitting yourself to the be- submitting yourself to the becoming. In order to become the ultimate, in order to become the ultimate, in order to be- even become the husband, you first must become the wife. In order to become the wife, you must first become the husband. This is the aspect of the divine union. You must subject your. This is what you came down here for. To learn the other aspect for the for the shorties out here right now for the queens that are out here that are very very niggerish very very much into their masculine energy based on the trauma of the wounded masculine of themselves every relationship that you get in with a man that is projecting the wounded masculine but is more into the they're showing you the aspects that they're showing you the aspects that that you need to admit and work with to the brothers down here that you're sitting here, you want the you want this wife material. You're down here to learn the aspects that are wounded within you through them. But see, we get this confused when we use this Trojan horse theory. We use this Trojan horse ability. You come into that space as you come into the space and you're open. I've said this before. You come into the space and you're open. So you're saying I'm open, I'm honest, I want to be this, I don't want to be that. So then you start speaking out a certain level. You submit a little bit of the obsolete being. And what I mean by the obsolete being are the things that you have learned how to materialize through the trauma. The small aspects that you learn to materialize through the trauma. Your mother not being there for you in your life. You learned how to become. Now you're using that aspect as being. I'm going to be nothing like my mother. Or your father wasn't in your life. I'm going to be nothing like my father. And I want no man like my father. Or I want. Or I don't want to be nothing like my father. I want no woman like my mother. But until you understand why your mother was the way, until you can accept the reason why your mother the way she was and the reason the way your pops the way he was, you can't even start the healing process into yourself to see how those aspects are a part of you. This is the forgiveness process of truly surrendering. 
surrender to the flow so the things can actually come out. I remember being at a point in time where it got so bad with me, like I literally became my mother. And what I mean by becoming my mother was the way that my mother was to get the things that she was getting and receive the things that she needed. She played this passive aggressiveness. The way that my pops would get the things that he was trying to get, he would be the aggressive passive. That means he would yell to the top of his lungs. And then like when everybody was broken and everybody was fucking scared, then he would become the passive one and try to be around everybody and try to be everybody's friend. I remember being in those situations where I would yell to the top of my lungs and try to be everybody else's friend. I remember being in a situation where I would be really, really passive and be really, really, uh, be really, really passive. And then when I went and get my way, I would get real aggressive. I wasn't respecting their boundaries because I didn't have any boundaries set for myself. Remember, everything's a reflection of you to learn either through experience or through observation or both. So when we think about this chosen horse program that we try to run, think about how many times you ran into a space and you knew your insides was broken. And then you're expecting them. So now that you came in in an expected manner, subconsciously, you're waiting. Your ego's waiting. So it can revert you back to what the fuck you came from. Your ego will revert. Your ego wants you to stay comfortable. Your identity, those personalities want you to stay comfortable. So how many times you went into a situation and you read it the wrong way, but you thought that you knew? Think about what I just said. You thought that you knew. See, when you move based upon the thought, based on logic and reason, and you have not done necessary work to create anything new for that new logic and reason to sustain, guess what you'll end up doing? You'll say things like, I know because of, because you're going based off of the thought. So now you're using whatever you need to use to validate it. And if there's nothing in the external state to validate it, you'll go back into those memories. And you'll remember when Keyshawn broke your heart in, kin in fucking high school or every man that you ever been with cheated on you. Or you're going to go into your memory bank the moment that shit don't look right and you remember every single shorty that ever fucking did you wrong with money, but you never look at the reason they did you wrong with money. You never knew the reason that they did you wrong based upon the aspect of cheating on you. This Friday, we're going to be getting into the aspects of every relationship until you unify yourself as a polygamous relationship anyway. I took that from the aspect when I thought about the... Uh, Bobby Hemet left you and he was like, why are you mad if your man cheat? It gets deeper. You got to go deeper into the aspect. Like every relationship that you're in right now at this point in time is a polygamous relationship. Because every relationship that you have, friendship, family relationship, whatever it may be, job relationship, they got a different personality of you. See, I'm unified. No ego. There's no ego when I say that. And I love that there's no ego to say that. I'm divinely unified. 
So any space that I go in, my energy speaks for me and it can expand within that space. My energy shifts the space. My energy doesn't conform to a space. That's the true limitless potential. That's your power. That's your ability. That's your stretch Armstrong. When I'm at the gym, I'm the human torch. When I'm hitting the weights, I'm thing. When I'm moving through, when I'm moving through an environment that I don't want to, that I don't need to be seen in, I need to get in and get out. I'm Mrs. I'm Mrs. Invisible. These are your powers. But you have to submit yourself to the inner work to unlock these aspects of the thought process. To become invisible means to be true. I said this a long time ago when I was uh, little. I was like, I could be in the same position or in the same space with individuals that I used to rock with a long time ago. And they can't see me anymore. That's quant. That's the quantum. That's you in a quant. I'm in the quantum level. I can be sitting in a position, sitting in a space, and I can even speak to the individuals and they cannot see me past a certain point. They're stuck on physical aspects. Damn, nigga, you got a beard. Damn, nigga, you got locks now. Damn, niggas, them gauges. You got piercing. You got nose piercings. They can't get past that point. That's your invisibility. See, when you're moving in this space for yourself, you learn how to discipline your behaviors. This is the disciplining aspect. When you're subjecting yourself to the attributes of the ideal of your becoming, you're subjecting yourself to the traits that you wish to become. I've subjected myself to the traits that I want to become when I, this is when you go into the aspects of the gods that you deal with, the gods that we deal with. When you're interfacing with the gods, I'm every attribute, I'm every attribute of Buddha. I'm every attribute of Ganesh. I'm every attribute of Lucifer going back into the feminine aspect of the energy. I'm every aspect of this energy. I'm every aspect of Baron Somni. I'm all of these aspects. They have a higher and a lower aspect to them. So when you're studying these aspects, this is when you start doing that study work and you're going past the aspect of some people can't get further enough into the book because they see the word prayer. See, that's religion. I'm not doing it. When I see prayer, I automatically think affirmation. Prayer doesn't exist in my mind. I think about affirmation, intention, manifest, manifesting. I think about these aspects. So when I now read these books and it says something about prayer, I'd be like, oh, reinforcing my affirmation at applying my works. This is that process when you get into that work of submitting yourself to your true work. Until then, you will never become grounded. You cannot become centered. For a lot of us, we do not, we're not in the aspect of becoming centered, becoming balanced. So you can't even do the first aspects of surrendering because you got this thought process of if I surrender, I got to admit I'm weak. That's what you're supposed to do. Admit your weaknesses and your flaws. Admit, admit the weaknesses and the flaws of yourself. That way you can bring them to the surface and you can work on them. Because once you bring them to the surface, now when the trigger hits it, you know where to go to the corresponding flaw. This is the inner work. 
we're gonna get deeper into this and this breaking this down welcome to the god hour podcast y'all all right out there and welcome back so we just got a little bit into the trojan horse theory i want to go a little deeper into that before we get uh i want to go deeper into that what conflicts are inside of you what soldiers of misfortune are you leading into basically the slaughter take this imagine if the trojans lost like when they put the trojan horse in there imagine if they lost this is the aspect of yourself putting too much into a space with them loaded expectations or a loaded acceptance and when i say loaded acceptance this is going against the odds of you expect something but you haven't done the work to receive it so when it comes into this aspect of you submitting to your becoming this is real work and this is one of the main things that a lot of people fear in this aspect of doing this work or going deeper into the aspects of work because you wonder you're worrying about maintaining the external status quos what is my job going to think about me what are they going to think what are my friends and family going to think about me what does it matter what they're going to think they're not going to love me if I go in there talking about I don't believe in Jesus they're not going to my job going to look at me weird if I do this that or the third let me tell you something about my job the more that I learned about myself the more that I excelled at my job The longer, the more that I was getting in tune with myself and learning myself, the better I got at my job because I was more decisive. I was more efficient. I was more disciplined. Yeah, I was more, yeah, I was more disciplined. I was more efficient. I was more decisive. I was, I stood out more. And yeah. So what are you worried about the aspects of your job? When it comes to your job, like there's nothing really, it's only when you allow your identity, your ego to stop you from doing what you need to do at your job. Really. I got to a level when I started cultivating my purpose and that's when my separation started. But through my jobs, I learned a lot of shit. I learned how to manage money. I learned how to manage money. I learned how to manage my time. I learned how to do promo. I learned about promotions. I learned uh, taste. I learned sales pitches. I learned a lot of shit at my jobs. So that excuse goes out the window. What about my family? I learned why I chose this mother. I learned why I chose this, my father. I learned why I chose my pops. I learned why I chose my siblings. 
my cousins, my nieces, my uncles, my aunts to become the parent to myself. So that excuse goes out the window. So what about my friends or what about my girl or what about my guy? Like they're not on this, they, they not, they not, they not ready to, they, they think I'm crazy because I'm saging the house every day or they think I'm losing my mind because I'm standing outside staring into the sun. They think it's crazy that I just went on another fast. They think it's crazy. Let them think what they need to think. Evolution, your elevation requires separation. So the things that are in your space that are not on, that are cannot nurture your nurture the frequency or nurture your growth, they're not needed to be there. I was watching an interview the other day and it was like, so what I'll do about my job? Man, fuck your job. The dude said, man, fuck your job. In reality, he it was funny when he said it, he was like, he said, fuck your job. And I was like, damn. But when he said it, but when he said it, I was looking at him like, oh shit. When he said it, I was like, yo, it, what's stopping you from leaving your job? What's stopping me from, what's stopping you from leaving that relationship? You were already the black sheep of your family. So what's stopping you from giving them exactly what the fuck they need? Give them exactly what the fuck they think that they want. Give them what they need. Give them what they think they want so you can now achieve what you deserve. Do you trust the process of you doing your work? You sitting there burning 87 candles a week. Burning 87 candles a week and dropping money oil all over all your shit. But your rent is still late at the end of every month. Your bills is still piling up. It's because you ain't trusting the process. You're not fully submitting. You feeling depressed in the situation that you in. That's your ancestors and the spirits pushing you to do your inner work. You can't you can't get a you can't you ain't getting hits at the casino like you was doing in the top of the year. Them scratch offs and them lottery tickets they ain't working like the way they used to work. Now you feeling depressed because you went you feeling depressed in your space. So now you depressed in your space. So now you ain't wanting to clean up or do the stuff you need to do in your space. You ain't taking care of yourself. You keep putting your spiritual works on the sideline. You keep putting your spiritual works on the sideline. And now you're feeling more and more depressed. You're feeling more and more lost. You're feeling more and more overwhelmed. Guess what? That's the spirits and the ancestors pushing you to do your inner work. Don't fight that shit. I can give you from fucking example that I was pushing away from my shit. I remember when I was supposed to be doing my work and I wasn't doing my work. When I was over, when I had to stay with my mother, 
shit got horrible. When I wasn't doing my work and I was staying with my cousin, staying with other people, staying in other places, shit got horrible in that position. When I wasn't making the moves that I was supposed to be making, shit got horrible. I remember when I wasn't spoke when I wasn't doing my full potential of what I was doing at my doing what I was doing in my house. When I was supposed to be doing the work, doing my inner in, in shadow work, my job got horrible. I went from making 50 to 60 hours a week to making 25 to, to 10 hours a week because I wasn't doing my work. When you think about this COVID-19 shit, your ass forced to sit in the fucking house, it's because you're not doing your work. Everything is a reflection that he either, everything is going to be that reflection. And if you look at it too long, that's when you get distracted because you got to turn it around and make it make sense in your own mind. Maybe I'm not the best this. Maybe I'm not that. Maybe that ain't you. You keep trying to go get that job. Uh, you keep trying to go get that promotion at your job and you ain't getting it. That ain't meant for you. This is when we start thinking about based on the thought of the feeling of feeling that we're doing something or advancing in our external, we move further and further away from our divine purpose. When you moving away from what you're supposed to be doing, that's when the shit start falling apart. You know why? Because the projection only can sustain so much light. It only can move at a certain frequency. This is when you start, this is when I tell people, when I tell my clients, really start looking at the people that are around you. What do they represent? Look at those friends that are around you, those family members that are around you. What do they represent? Do they represent the aspects of not dealing with the trauma? Do they represent the aspects of failed potential by not really putting in work, not accepting things, not being real with themselves? What do they represent? This is you submitting to the attributes of the ideal to understand what you need to become. I had friends, I had associates. They, they can't even get into the brotherhood aspect. I had associates and I was always around individuals that I remember one time sitting at my job. This is like way, way back. And I remember standing next to my GM and he was like, all right, Charlie, you can get out of here. Carlos, Rod Carlos, if you haven't realized, Charlie is one of them names. He was like, Charlie, you can go ahead and get out of here. And I remember we had this one expo. He was looking at me like, yo, how you get to leave early, man? And he was like, well, if Charlie want to stay, you can go if he. I was like, I asked my man, I was like, yo, what you got to do? Man, I got a party to go to. And then. My GM Chani was like, yo, you always partying, but then you complain when you ain't got no hours and no money. Man, I got a life outside of here. And I was like, nigga, you got an existence. I was like, you got five kids. You got five kids, three baby mothers. You hopping from house to house. Nigga, you got an existence. He was like, oh, you jealous of my life. I was like, Bruh, I got a job. I got my crib is straight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm pretty much good. I got a good, I got a, I got a good life at this moment in time that I can expand with it. That's the difference between having a life and having an existence. 
See, when you living in this aspect, this state of existing, guess what you do? You can't expand within existence. You only can expand to the to the to the barriers of the comfort zone. See, when you living in existence, you only can move within the barriers of the comfort zone. That means you cannot extend any more further past the box or the hamster wheel that you in without some shit happening somewhere else that you cannot control. See, when you're stuck in existence, you have this false illusion of control. So think about what you're trying to control in your life in that aspect. Think about the wiring of your shit. Think about how your life is wired. Not realizing that all that shit's wired together. So if one thing don't work, the other things don't work. This is that inner work. Getting into your inner self. That inner work. I remember having conversations with my brother at a point in time. And I'll be this, I'll be, we have long, deep conversations on things. And I'm breaking down things to him. And I remember when he actually started listening. And it was weird because I remember every day I would give him the information. And then I would, my false aspect of potential, I was still putting the glamour potential on him. So I was like, I was wondering why he wasn't doing what he needed to do. But I remember when the spirit literally started separating us. Like we started working separate, uh, different shifts. Uh, The shifts that we did work, it was like he was going and I was coming because I was advancing. And the spirit was naturally separating us so I could elevate and so he could see the road to elevation. This becomes that space when you're going into this space with family members and friends and you need that separation in order for you to truly elevate. So you can actually start executing the programs. You can't do it in a full space. So when you sitting there in that space, uh, I'm in my comfort zone and you keep doing the same things with all the new stuff that you're getting, you're only gonna take in as much as you can apply or as much as you can take into that space. This is when I tell my, this is when I talk, speak to my clients on certain aspects and things to themselves. Uh, there was, there, I had a client the other day ask me, so what is this about shadow work and doing this, this, and this to that space? Or what about this, this, and this? And I was like, you're in a good space. You're in the right ballpark, but you got to go deeper. And they were like, but do I, and my client asked me like, I keep having the dream and the dream is really, really vivid. And I'm going back into my childhood room and I can't escape. And then I keep hearing footsteps coming up the, uh, I keep hearing these footsteps coming up the hallway and I keep getting scared. And then I, wake up frantically screaming. I took him, I took him into the, I took him into the space. I was like, explain the space to me. What are you wearing? Got a little deeper. And then it unlocked the repressed memory of her father coming into the room coming into the room when he was drunk the stomping that he heard was like him stomping up the stairs he was letting her he was 
he would let her know that she was coming upstairs because unconsciously he was feeding from that aspect of her fear so he could feel a sense of superiority that's the inner work when you submit yourself to the attributes of this ideal space one of the things that we fear is actually being in that space and allowing that stuff to be unlocked it's it's yeah So ask yourself this question again. What does your mother truly represent in that space? What does your father lack thereof or whatever father figure was in your life? What did they represent? What did your sister? What is your brother? What is your uncle? What do these people represent in your life? They all have a representation. That's why they are there. When you get outside of the emotional aspect, start peeling back the layers of the emotional aspect, you'll see exactly why they're there. This is the humility process. This is the learning aspect. You can't call yourself a God. You can't call yourself a goddess. You can, but those aspects of being a God, to be a God is to be understand that you are the creator. You are creating through the gnosis to learn and further apply or to go into the aspects of your genius to expand into your intelligence. <clears throat> so now you're a God of your space. Are you a God or are you simply man? And when we say man, I'm talking about man or woman. Are you constantly in a need for validation? Are you constantly trying to facilitate these ideals in the facilitate those Trojan horses and ideals in other people's minds so that they have a connect, have an attachment to you, a need for you. Cause you have a need for them. These become the aspects of the thought process that we need to, that you really start thinking about when you start submitting yourself, the true aspect of submitting you lit the Trojan horses in there. It's time to let your self free into the space. See, this is how you start using the Trojan Horse program on the inner work. This is how you start using the Trojan Horse program on that inner work. Really getting into yourself and really getting into these aspects and really taking that aspect of a psychoanalysis. Don't listen to motherfuckers. And this is one thing that I I do want to stop people from, like, I do want to put in there is like, if you need that external help, Find a trusted healer. I am a trusted healer in the aspect that I've been, this is my purpose. All of the content that I put out is geared towards you getting that aspect of work. I have conversations on a daily basis with individuals that need that aspect of that work. And we set up those, we set that consultation up and we start breaking through. Sometimes just through the consultation, we crack something open. Just through the consultation, we crack something open. And if you need further, I'm here for that. If you listen and it resonates with you, allow that information to help you move. But it's going to take you being totally honest with yourself. I've said this before, that honesty. 
that you need to do that work. That's the only way you're going to be able to unlock these abilities. Or else you're going to be stuck in that comfort zone, that space. Oh, I'll get to it later. Oh, I'll get to it later. Think about when you start saying that over and over and over again, the thought form that you feel. I'm going to get to this later. I'm going to get to, I'm going to get to my work. I'm going to get to myself later. You don't get to yourself later, and then all of a sudden your house isn't yeah your house isn't as clean as it needs to be. I'm gonna get to it later. Now your ride ain't as good as ain't as clean as it need to be. I'm gonna get to it later. Now your health is not optimum as it used to be, because you're feeding that thought form and the correspondences is anything within your physical space that it can feed from. I'm gonna say it one more time. Everything remember everything is a reflection of you. So after you remove the excuses, what do you have left? Like me sitting in my space right now, I know that my I know that me working me working with energy, working with high level energy, high levels of my aspects of my energy, I know my space got to stay my space got to stay pristine clean. It got to stay in good it got to get stay in a good it got to stay in order. <clears throat> Not even from the aspect of when I'm doing readings or I'm having a session, like the thought, just the thought process of if I'm doing my meditation and elevations and uh, rising when I do meditate and elevate via Facebook and Instagram, just me looking across the space. And even though I can't even see inside my sink, I know something's inside my sink. My mind can now be taking elsewhere. I can, I'm falling off my center. Just simply by me looking across from me and looking at the couch and seeing that there's clutter with on my couch, my mind can go elsewhere. I allow myself an undisciplined thought to form. This is you disciplining yourself. So now that I'm undisciplined in that thought, I can't build my day. I build every single one of my days. I'm thankful for everything that comes into my day. I'm thankful for every aspect of my day. And real shit, I'm thankful for every aspect of my day throughout my day. When I roll out of bed at five o'clock, we're going to be right back after this. And we're back and we're back. I had to go to a quick message. I had to go to a quick uh, sponsor because I had a phone call I had to take care of. Transferring. Let me tell you about, let me, I'm not even going to bring the, we ain't going to use that energy. We in a good space. We in the becoming. But what I was talking about is the aspects of you submitting yourself to the attributes of the ideal. And when you look at these spaces that you're trying to become to your higher self, you have docu. You have look at the documentation of the stuff that's around you. Like on the wall right beside me, I got the Buddha tapestry. I got the Ganesh tapestry. I got my Papa Lucifer tapestry behind me. They're all immaculately beautiful. They're all in order. Even to you looking at it, you be like, "Oh my God, is this so?" To somebody that's undisciplined, it would seem chaotic, but it's an actual beautiful masterpiece. This is your godliness next to cleanliness aspect mentality to yourself. So when you're coming into this submission, 
this is the aspect when we talk about doing that inner work and cleaning yourself up you're going to start doing that in the reflection of what you're doing to the inside see when we try to externalize based on the outside aspect we try to keep things neat and tidy on the outside so we refrain from going internal you see how you skipping steps in the process everything has a stage where you got to go through the you got to go through the rough you got to go through that into the darkness and formulate it into the way that you see it to be but as i was saying earlier it's like disciplining your thoughts is a lot deeper than what a lot of people like to look at then we don't think about the external aspects because the external will never match the internal should never be dependent upon the external this is how you become weaker when i'm looking at myself where i'm at and how i move in my just how i've grown over the last over the last year there's a certain quality to me that i i only accept for me i do not depend on external aspects outside of me this is a part of that unification process. I do not accept outside or external aspects of me to be in any other way, shape or form to shape my thought. Because as a God, I create to learn through. So if inside of a space, me being thankful, me being thankful automatically in that space, me being thankful inside my space, thankful inside my realm, thankful inside my thankful, gracious in my space, naturally everything that i do naturally reflects that the things that do not reflect this aspect for me the things that do not reflect this aspect for me i now can step away from this goes deeper when you think about the aspects of friends family that job you know it's you're going to be moving you're going to be moving in a space and in a mindset that is deeper than what you thought you're really putting in true work when you're doing this you're working with your energy remember your energy clings to whatever that energy that thought form it clings to whatever can have its attention to it so something as simple as me sitting here in this space right now Everything that I do before I even get to this point of recording a podcast, it is a method and it's a ritual. There is a ritual to my effects of me doing the work that I'm doing right now. When I wake up in the, when I wake up in my, when I rise up, my first thing that I do is, it's still complete darkness. Sometimes I don't even open my eyes. Sometimes I open my eyes. I've gotten good at not having to uh, open my eyes because I know, I know what button to press to uh, turn off my alarm. And I roll out of bed, get in my meditation, get in my favorite meditation stance, whichever one I'm feeling for the day. And I sit there for my 30 minutes, and I invoke the energy into the day, how I want my day to be. I'm looking back at whatever I played around when I was in the uh, when I was in the dream world. I'm looking in the ashram, looking around in there, seeing what I'm playing with, seeing what I can, seeing what stuck out and what I can implement into my day. I get up from there, go brush my teeth, go put on my gym clothes, and I head out the door. 
from there, even to what I'm listening to, I'm so, you become so disciplined, but it's so fun for you. Like I got different binaural beats that I listen to when I go to the gym. I I like using the, uh, I like using Kundalini joints, even though I'm able to raise that by myself. I'm, I love using that as my background noise in my mind. So like when I'm sitting there looking at the, when I'm looking at my uh, phone screen, I'm looking at the flames rise up. So in the physical representation of flame of my no self from my land of the no self, I'm projecting into my environment what I want to do. I'm deifying myself into the environment. And then I go from there. Then I leave from there. I might hit up the uh, local store here. I got a Sprouts here. Might hit up Sprouts, might hit up Food Lion. Now, especially now, since I'm doing my, I'm back off my fast, but I'm go grab my proteins or whatever. Grab my protein, step out the door, head back to the crib, make sure my stuff's shaking up, start my tea, and I start my day. I have intimate power over my day. But I'm open since I have, there's no control. I have intimate power over my day. Everything, and I'm already thankful. Remember, I started my day off being thankful. I started my day being off gracious. I started my day being off open to receive. That's how I started my day. I started my day from the spiritual aspect, the spiritual spirit realm. Therefore, I started my aspect from the receiving aspect, the nurturing aspect. I nurtured my day. So now when I step into any point of my day, anything that comes in my day is a point to learn. I give you a nice little example. Today for about three weeks with PayPal, I've been trying to get my money out of that account and transfer it into what's called it, but I had to put a new bank account on. It wasn't allowing me because of some limitations. The phone call that I took was the phone call to get that situated. Now I'm just waiting for my phone to update itself and then I'll start that process. Waiting for my phone to update itself and then I'm in there. At a point in time, I was triggered, but I was more self-aware. Instead of me becoming upset, I allowed myself to feel the anger and I used that anger to while I was sitting here recording this episode, recorded the last session, that's why I had to get off so quick. And I had my Bluetooth headset in my one ear. I had my phone sitting over here and I'm sitting there listening to what I was on hold. I was on hold for an hour. But since I was not focused on that, I was focused on my works. The quantum aspect kicked in and the hour went by in 20 minutes. This is how you start becoming more efficient, quantifying your steps. This is what all your discipline is doing from meditation now instead of me having to do an hour long or two hours or three hours not unless i really am feeling doing an hour long meditation now when i do my meditation it takes me about 15 to 20 minutes to get to where i need to get to because i'm centered but it's a process of me going through my meditations going through the aspects of the meditation understanding and clearing out my space in my mind silence silencing my silencing the tongues of my ego and silencing the tongues of 
everything else and listening to my inner child. When I really started getting into my inner child, that led me to my inner child work. What did you like about what don't you like about Dorothy? What you what you don't like about what you don't like about him? What you don't like about her? And I could start doing my inner child work. From my inner child work, then I could really start. This is when I really in these orders. I really could start working with my ancestors because I was bringing them the innocence of my inner child. This is the humility. I can now work with my ancestors, my spirit guides. Until I became interfaced with my ancestors because my ancestors, my grandmother, my uncles, family members that have passed in transition, they needed the transition. So this is another aspect. This is another layer of understanding because a lot of us don't understand that our ancestors, like we can lose so many, we have so many deaths in our lives. It's because they need to go transition on because they are all aspects in a higher aspect. So when they transition on, their, their, the attributes that they are, when you start studying and doing this work, the spirit will lead you to, the spirit will lead you to a book on the Orishas. The spirit will lead you to a book on uh, the mother goddesses. The, the spirit will lead you to the, this is how you start letting the spirit lead you as you cultivating with your inner child because you're becoming humble and more innocent. You see the process of submitting and surrendering. You see how this starts working, everything starts falling into place. As I'm doing that with my inner child, doing that inner child work, I'm pulling in the ancestors. My grandmother, Basset, Basset Oshun, Basset Oshun energy. My aunt was Lakshmi energy. She had the chinky eyes. She was the Lakshmi energy. So when I started working with my mother, when I started working with my aunt, that's when my money started flowing in. You see how you start trusting that process? My money started flowing in. When I started working with my uncle, when I started working with my uncle, my second my second sight and my, my clairvoyant ability started kicking in because he was the aspects of Baron Somni, Papa Legba. You see how you start interfacing? This is how you start interfacing with your energy. This is how I became my uncle. Just like in this space down here below, I became my mother because my mother became from my grandmother. My grandmother was the Oshun, the Oya, this archetype of that Yoruba aspect, the, the Hoodoo, the Mama Brigitte. So on that side, since I became my grandmother in that interface to that energy, married to that energy, on this space, it was the working with that energy because in the spirit realm, the outside of the realm of time, so it was like it works faster. But I was humble to the process. So when it came time to me align my mirror down here, I became my mother. I became my father. I became my brother. I became my sister. I became my aunts. I became my uncles. I became the lineage of my family. This is when they this is when the aspect, it takes one person in the family. When Bobby was talking about it's like one to two people in the family. It takes one person in the family to heal the lineage. This is healing the lineage because you're becoming the lineage. You're not, I don't have to talk, I don't have to speak to my ancestors because I am my ancestors. Ancestors that, now, now the fun part is, now the ancestors that I known, you feel me, that the known ancestor that I work with and interface with, now it's the fun part of understanding the aspects of the ancestors that I didn't know. This is when you get deeper into the aspects of your, uh, 
your lineages. Because a lot of us think that, oh, we're all from Africa. My uncle, my pops, my father's father was from, was from Cairo, Egypt. But the Lenies went all the way up into the Yakuza and everybody in Japan. So I could study that. That's that's aspects of me. So I can work with all of these energies in that in the Eastern aspect. Other ones were down in Brazil. Some were right here, some were right here Indian in the Indian aspect. This is when you start mapping your shit out. This is when you start stretching that process. And the deeper that you go in, when you are humbling yourself, that's when you're rewarded. A lot of people are not getting rewarded because they're not humbling themselves. You're not going through, when you have that role of depression, stop thinking about the depression as, oh my God, something's wrong with me. No, the depression is your ancestors telling your ass to sit down and do that inner work. That anxiety is your ancestors telling you to sit the fuck down and do that inner work. You can't breathe at night while you sleep. That's your ancestors telling you to wake up and do start doing your work. I got a message for you. This is, nigga, I need you to get up and do, do this work. I've had plenty of these times. I've had plenty of these moments. And as I went through that inner working process, submitting myself to the becoming, I became more and more and more unified to myself. That's your key. You can't skip these steps. Once you open up that door, you got to walk through it. Once you walk into that room, you got to learn that darkness. Once you learn that darkness, now you can bring the new light and start creating in that space. This is an illusion. Now they talking about the quantum world is talking about death is an illusion. We've been through that. Death is nothing but another door to transition on to go to the next space. Go through that door. Next time your grandmother talk about in the Bible, Jesus had to go to hell to raise up Lazarus. Get, tell her, ask her who Lazarus was. Guess she can't tell you. Lazarus is you. Lazarus or lizard. Lazarus or lizard. Or the kundalini energy or the serpent energy. Jesus had to go down to the root. Back into hell. To raise the kundalini energy. That came from right here. That, that was straight down low right here. This is when I humble myself to my process. That's my reward. See, when we think about the rewards, we think about the physical aspect. Like, just as quick in my mind, my mind ain't even thinking about the bank account because I know that's already that's already solid. Bank account is good. I ain't got to worry about that no more. See, disciplined thought. When you start disciplining yourself, that, that's when it comes through to you. This is when your powers start. This is when your powers start to come online. And then you can start cultivating within that space. But you got to do this work. I just want to see you be fucking great. You got to do this work. There's no skipping. Stop waiting for the potential of others to catch on. Because all you're going to keep seeing is upsets. Right now, there's a lot of y'all seeing upsets right now with friends and family. Every time you go around them, it's another fucking problem. Every time you go step over there into their house, it's another fucking issue. Every time you go try to save them, it's another fucking issue. Guess why? Guess why? Because the spirit telling you have to stay fuck them over there. You mad at your mother? You still mad at your, your ancestors? Your spirits is telling you to stay the fuck from over there. 
Keep disobeying them. Keep disobeying your higher self. Gonna go crazy. Real shit. Ooh, that felt that this felt good. This is a good one. Real organic vibe. I want y'all to be the fucking best. In order for you to become the best, you really gotta tap in to tune out. You gotta tap in to tune the fuck out of all that other shit. You gotta tap in to tune out all the other shit. You gotta tap to the you gotta tap within to tune out and tune out all that other shit. Allow it to fall away. It's not meant for you. It had a purpose. Once you define its purpose, leave it where it is. Allow it to flourish there. This one I thought about, I, that's what I wanted to get into, the casting system. You don't have to worry about, once you start getting, removing the emotional aspects, you start understanding why in certain spaces you aren't supposed to do certain things. Like for me, for instance, it was never written in none of my charts that I had to read for myself to bear continuance. It wasn't meant for me to bear continuance. I already did all the aspects. I, my niece, one of my nieces was my daughter in a past life. My little sister was a daughter in my past life. I met my brothers. My brothers were like sons in my past. Like I was wondering why in my life, like when anybody came around me, I was always the big brother or I was always like almost a father figure. I always wondered that. Why anybody was coming into my circle, coming into my life, they were like my daughter or my sister or, or a little sister because that's the rank that I owe. That's what I am. Like I've always been the oldest I've always been the eldest I've always been that chief aspect and then it further goes into alignment with my chief sign is Aquarius my sun sign is Aquarius and we're going to see this conjunction into Aquarius I've always felt it I've always said it you've always said and felt certain things you've always felt and you always felt and understood certain things you just didn't know why you were saying it you were never crazy actually you was crazy but then I was time to embrace that shit this is you submitting to the attributes of your becoming using that new Trojan now that you understand the Trojan horse program protocol and what it represents in your life now you can actually start seeing that if Someone's coming into your life based on these certain intentions with an agenda. You can see through the agenda because in a natural, in natural aspect, when someone's coming to you with an agenda, they only can uphold something for so long and they only going to uphold their shit as long as you're upholding your shit. That's how you keep in that balance in that space. So when you're looking inside your spaces, when you're looking at your friends, family members, your man, your baby father, your baby mother, your girl. Look at what Trojan horse you carted in there. And you'll notice because I noticed this for myself when I started evolving in any of my relationships. When I started evolving. The Trojan horse 
that was carted in on their end, I could see right through it. Yeah, it was I was going through those emotional moments to learn, like to see past it, to use it as a balance, use it as the level beam to see through it, to be able to see over the horizon to see what I really needed to see. But once I learned it, that was great. That's your process. Stay tuned for the plug talk. And then we're going to get into this week's closeout. Thank you for choosing the God Hour. I love you. You love us. Asha. Construction and constriction. When one unifies, 
the soul integration, all needs and wants are met through the healing process. At that point, the very old bonds are now brought before the integrated self. This is the hard pill for some people to swallow because of the biases and we don't allow ourselves to think. So this Friday night, got a co-alchemist, you know the YouTube channel. We getting into the aspects of no longer needing the physical structure to materialize and the quantum thought in production. Think about it like if you seen Demolition Man looking at Demolition Man, this Friday we're gonna get into polygamy. And you know, if you tuned into the sex lecture, the higher understanding, go look at that one. It's back there, all the lectures on YouTube. Go back and look at uh, SEX, the higher understanding, so you can understand the process of when we getting into our polygamy. Y'all understand the thought process. We gotta get out of this this neural network of fundamental pious in order to understand and take this information and use it for us to apply so we can go further ahead, further ahead. Your mantra is, that's where polygamy came from. But yeah, if you're interested in doing a build on a podcast, set call on these at gmail.com or papalucy666 at gmail.com or you get me in the inbox of Facebook and um, Instagram. And we can build from there. I just want you to be the fucking best. In order to be the best, you gotta start that work. That's what I'm here for. I wanna see you be great. Stay tuned for the closer. I love you. We love us. Y'all out there? I share. I just want you to be great. I want you to be the best. I want you to embrace every aspect of what you need to embrace to take yourself to the next level. It's going to require you to surrender to the flow. Surrender to the flow. And I guarantee you're going to learn the aspects of the cave. You're going to learn what you need to learn in order to step forward. But you got to trust the process. You got to integrate with the process. I know I've seen a lot of individuals. They're still out there and they're in this limbo space because of the amount of work and not trusting the process and feeling that that sometimes yeah like it's going to be hard because there's something that they haven't let go of yet and it's okay that's an okay that's an okay that's an okay part you're going to go through this process with yourself where you gonna be like, man, I don't know, and man, I ain't feeling this, man. I don't want to do that part because you know that part lead to this, and then I ain't gonna be able to get what I need to get to because I'm gonna be leaving something behind. You ain't leaving nothing behind. Remember, this is an illusion. This illusion is what you make it and what you take from it. If you are taking the negative, then you'll get more negative. If you're taking all the positive, then you'll never. If you're taking all the negative, then you'll never be able to embrace the positive. And if you're taking all the positive, you'll never be able to handle all the negative. It's all about the aspect of balance. When shit's going on down here, that depressive, when you're going through a depressive state, when you're in a space where you ain't really having you, friends and families falling off, it's supposed to happen. If you're losing a lot of loved ones, 
and they got you in that depressed state, the spirit is telling you to get sit down and do the inner work. Stop playing with this shit. Amongst other things, you have to fully surrender to this. Or you only going to keep losing. You got to fully surrender to this. Submit to the attributes of your becoming. Or you going to keep losing. You going to keep getting them half off wins. You going to keep getting that half off energy. You going to keep getting conflict in your life. You going to keep meeting with conflict. You ain't listening to yourself. You going to keep going into positions and going into places that no longer serve a purpose for you. And you're going to wonder why you ain't getting nothing from it. Because it's time for you to evolve. It's time for you to elevate. It's time for you to truly change. You call for change. You said you weren't no punk. You said you weren't scared. You said you was ready. Prove it. You ain't got to prove it to me. You ain't got to prove it to us. You got to prove it to yourself. You get ready, you never have to be ready because you're always ready. It's been another episode of the God Hour Podcast. If you listen in tonight, you know, tune in tonight. Facebook Live, Rock Holler Needs is the Facebook page. Tune into the God Hour Show. Stay tuned for the stuff throughout the week. I love you. We love us. I'll show you.